Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Monica Packer from About Progress, and you are listening to The Messy Middle, a monthly series where I share some of my own messy middle so you can see what progress looks like for a real woman in real time. Hello, welcome to September, my friends. August seems like years ago. Like it really does. I, oh, August was tough. <laughs> I feel like my, um, my July messy middle was much more happy and optimistic because we had had a great month and it went by so fast. And August was like survival of the fittest over here. And I feel like it was that way for many of you who are listening. And it, it seems like I almost didn't make it, but I did. We made it through. We'll start with some good things. I always like to review uh, m- the month prior with what's happening. That's the segment where I just share what was going on in our world. We went to California the very first week of August to celebrate Brad's 40th birthday. We stayed with his parents that week. He worked a couple of days, but he also took a couple days off. And of those days, he got to have a day with his friends, which has been so rare for him to ever take time away from us or his work or, or anything responsible, uh, responsibility bound 
just for himself. And he spent that with some of his best friends from college, which was so wonderful. And the night before we got to do a an incredible dinner for him. And when I say we, I really mean Brad's parents. They planned the whole thing and they had the food that came in. It was amazing food by someone in their church congregation who does catering stuff on the side. And we had friends from our old time in in Walnut Creek, California. We had old college friends and a few in between, and they all came together to celebrate him. And it was just an amazing night. And the actual night of his birthday, we went to a Yellow Card concert, and it was a blast. They are a punk band that has a violinist. That's my favorite part of the band. Anything kind of beautiful like that is amazing. And I have to admit to you, I fell asleep a few times during the concert. (laughs) Luckily, we had chairs because my aging body cannot handle just standing for hours for a concert. Um, And it was amazing. I did put in earbuds or not earbuds, um, earplugs to help dampen the noise for my sensitive ears, which is really weird because I also like I'm one of those people that I literally need hearing aids. And yet I'm very sensitive to to noise. So I put those in and kind of dampened things enough that I just gently got swayed into sleep a few times. So it was, it was great. And the reason why I was gently lulled to sleep by a punk band was just because our baby was sleeping so, so, so terribly on top of our five-year-old who just never sleeps anyway. So I was tired. I was tired, y'all. So in August, uh, that we, it went off, we, we started off well. We had such great celebrations, but then it was just kind of the grind of trying to get ready for school and feeling like I was at the point of our summer life with children and trying to work at the same time where I felt like I was giving 10% to everything, everything. And as part of that, some interesting things happened We started to work on my five-year-old sleep again, because we have done this so many times with him. He's just one of those kids, just super high energy kid who's never needed as much sleep as most kids. And we have a really hard time getting him down for the night. And he's always just bouncing off the walls with so much energy. And it was in the middle of working on this yet again, that it finally dawned on me that this kid has special needs. It just all clicked together and made so much sense. And I did the official survey that you're supposed to do the assessment for that, uh, brought it to the doctor. And we still need to move forward with like doing a formal um, meeting, which is going to be happening in another month or two. We wanted him to start school first and see how he does in school and what, um, and have the teacher do the assessment as well. But at the end of the day, I know the answer. The pediatrician knows the answer that he officially has uh, ADHD, which is not like an uncommon diagnosis, but when you have two other special needs kids and you get a third neurodiverse kid, it's a lot to handle, especially when that kid's form of neurodiver- neurodivergence is manifesting quite differently than it has with your other kids. And we've had a lot of meltdowns this summer, a lot more impulsiveness um, impulsiveness and um, like dangerous impulsive behavior. And uh, just like, it's just been a tough, a tough time. So I, having that all click into place was actually a good hard thing. You know how those things go where I'm just like, wow, this all makes sense. And Two, now I know how to move forward. Like now I can get the help and the resources and be the kind of parent he needs to me to be in different ways instead of just feeling frustrated 
with certain um, behaviors or problems he's facing, including sleep. I can be more understanding now because I know why. It's not just like a choice. It's just who he is. And um, But like I said, it's like learning a whole new thing, even though my other two kids have forms of this. They're just quite different. So it's been it's been like starting over. I've just been listening to all these really amazing podcasts. The, the Attitude Magazine podcast is really good if you have a kid who's like this or yourself. Um and just doing lots of research. And thankfully, he was already born into a family that require us to have some some pretty clear routines. Um, and that I think has helped him. But now we got to get even more specific and more, even more hyper routined in some pockets of our day, including helping him get a lot of movement, um, which I've learned is super, super important. And I knew that with my other kids too. So in some ways, we've, we've got a leg up and other ways it feels like starting over. So there's that. That was, that was August. And between feeling like I'm giving 10% to everything, feeling really stretched then just in all the responsibilities I've had. And then on top of this and trying to wrap my head around having another kid with with some hard things that I need to work through. And this is definitely a lifelong thing. This is not just like he's going to grow out of it. Um, It's been a lot. It's been a lot. So that's, that was August. (laughs) Now our kids did start school just like about a week and a half, two weeks ago. And my five-year-old just started kindergarten. Yesterday was his first day. He is an extrovert through and through. So he's loving his first two days of school. My other kids seemed pretty happy to be back, which is huge. Um, as one kid in particular typically has a very hard time returning back to school. Um, but not as much this year. So that was our mess of August. I do want to end this what's happening segment with a high and a low. A high here is that my oldest, my autism child, she was able to join a week-long camping trip with her amazing school. Now we go to a school that's a little bit more hippie, which I love about it. It's more of a gentle environment, which is why we went there. It goes from kindergarten through eighth grade. Another reason why we have been, been going there so she can avoid the middle school experience. And Seventh graders always go on a week-long camping trip. Now, when I knew that a couple years ago, and even last year when I saw the kids like coming to school that morning, Monday morning with their camping backpacks on, I was like, oh, well, she'll never do that for multiple reasons, but mostly because I just didn't think she could. Um, And so we had told the school we weren't going. And two days before, um, like they were putting in all the, so basically Wednesday night, and they were supposed to leave Monday. The teacher and I chatted on the phone and we were chatting about what she was going to do at school while all of her classmates were gone on the camping trip. And he just mentioned, you know, so-and-so said they would be happy to chaperone your daughter. And in these ways, and they're really experienced because one, they're a teacher at the school, but also they have a daughter uh, who's similar to Clara. And it just felt like one of those moments where I realized we need to seize on this. I think she needs... A challenge. And she also needs something that will give her some more confidence that she can do hard things like this. And to also, you know, form some more connections with her classmates that have been a little more fraught in the past. So we, you know, sped around. Actually, it was Thursday night he called me. And on Friday, we got all the paperwork done, went to the, the doctor and got that stuff done, put, put in everything. And then Monday, you know, borrowed stuff over the weekend of what she could bring. And on Monday, she went off on that week-long camping trip. And it was amazing. She got to see three plays, one of them including a musical at the Shakespeare um, Play Festival or Shakespeare Festival um, down in Cedar. I'm getting all these words mixed up right now, but just down in Southern Utah more. Got to go to Bryce Canyon and 
have just those experiences of camping out. It was incredible for her and really hard. She almost came home halfway through, but she didn't. She persevered. And I'm so proud of how she made it through that. Another high is uh, something that just happened this weekend, technically September, but we're going to count it now as this messy middle was that my eight-year-old got baptized as a member of our of our faith. And it was just really special and cute. And and my family that could attend were there. Uh, Brad's parents and my par- parents couldn't come. So we FaceTimed with them um, and, and it was just perfect for him. And I'm so grateful for our eight-year-old. If you knew him, you would just be like, wow, that is exactly the kind of kid that needed to be in this family, especially just between a lot of personalities and needs. And he's just our calm to our chaos in many ways. So that was a big high. The low, I feel like would be more of like a lows. And I feel like I've already covered it. Just lots of overwhelm and stress and anxiety and and trying to learn new things and balance things and not feeling like I was doing very well of that. Uh, to be honest with you, I had plans to launch my new membership group and to, I should have already been launching that right now, like be in the middle of doing emails for that and maybe some free classes or pushes, but I just wasn't able to get there. So that's kind of another low is I will be delaying the, the opening of the membership group, but not for long. I'm pushing myself to try to practice the wisdom of Greg McEwen in his book, Effortless, and try to figure out easier ways I can do the same thing, which is opening the membership group. So stay tuned for that. That was what is happening. What's happening? Next up, we're going to do a DSL update. I checked off very few items on my do something list this past August. Before I share that, the do the DSL stands for do something list. It's our way of prioritizing personal fulfillment in daily but practical and but fun and exciting ways. It's a, it's a ways we explore our ourselves without it being about goals and resolutions. So with that being said, this past month, I went to a concert, which was on my list. That was the Yellow Card concert. And I also tried a new sourdough recipe. I made focaccia, super good. Oh, and I made a second sourdough recipe. I'm just remembering now hamburger buns, which was very interesting um, and tasted really good. I just it didn't raise quite enough or rise quite enough, but I, I know what I need to do next time and just let it have a little bit more heat during the day. So those two recipes were made. So that was it for my DSL. But next up, what I'm going to be doing is I am going to be attending an adult dance class later this fall. What I've decided is I'm going to sign up for a class that happens at the same time as my daughter's dance class she goes to for kids who have special needs. And another class is happening at that time. It's a breakdance class that I think I'm going to sign up my five-year-old for because what better way for him to expend that energy and get some fun and also more confidence. So that is coming up, I think, after my kids are done with their rec sports. So that will be more of an October thing, but I just wanted to share that here for accountability. And I'm also just going to take another look at my list and figure out what is something else I can do on this list. For me, I think it's masterclasses. I had a goal to do five masterclasses and I also need to get started on my creative challenge. That took the, that went on the back burner with just the intensity of, of, of August, I was going to plan on doing an embroidery project. So I'm going to bring that out too. So hopefully I'll have more to report in for you. Some months are just like that and that's okay. That's why it's a do something list, not all. And if you want, you can get a free resource, a, a training on how to create your own DSL at aboutprogress.com DSL. So many have signed up for that this, this year, and I love hearing about it. So make sure you get that at aboutprogress.com DSL. 
That's it for the update. Next, we'll do Make It a Habit. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. In this segment, I share about a habit that's going well and one that is not going well. We'll start with the positive. I shared how we are working on sleep at night. And with my little five-year-old, we had a way to work on, we we created a list of do's and don'ts, things he can do during bedtime and things he can't do. And I created this really cute um, visual of it for him so he can point at things since he can't quite read yet all the way. And then um, we walked through a lot and it was a lot of hand-holding and mostly me and Brad being down there and having a very strict, like, this is what we do. You heat up your little stuffed animal that's allowed to be heated up. You get a book read to you. You listen to a a kid's story podcast, and then you listen to soft music as you fall asleep. And there's a couple other do's. But Brad and I would be there, like we would trade off and one, you know, basically handhold him through all of that and stay right outside his door until he fell asleep, which I think we're doing a lot better. There are still nights where he like last night could not fall asleep until almost 10. Um, But before he was waking up the whole house or keeping all the household up, getting out of his bed a 100 times, and just bothering everyone. (laughs) So I would count that as progress. The fact that he came up just a few times is okay. Lots more progress there. Another habit that's been going well is not super well, but it's something. Remember how for months I've been saying I wanted to read to my kids at night and I just couldn't kind of get it together. I came up with a clear WTA, a when then pairing and a way to affirm it. Um, And so we did it a couple of times, which is really great. But now that we're moving into fall and our nighttime routine needs to be shifted a bit, I need to come up with a another, a newer, more updated uh, one then pairing to help us then do the reading with. And I and I have an idea. We're going to have our kids make their lunches after dinner. And while they're making their lunches, I'm going to read to them. That's the goal right now. Um, so there's that. Another thing I'm going to be working on is uh, getting back in. Oh, one thing we have been working on rather is we've been getting back in the rhythm of our school morning routine. And as part of that, getting back into spiritual study, we basically forgot that all summer. So we're reigniting our spiritual study every morning as they're eating breakfast and getting ready for the day. What's been not going so well is actually our afternoon routine. We need to uh, get really clear on that with the kids and talk about the steps they need to go through and me being really good about holding their hand as they're learning to adjust to school and returning homes. And that's as simple as, you know, putting their backpack away, rinsing out their lunch, practicing their piano, and we're going to start typing club for them because they don't really do that at their school and um, some weaning while we can until it gets too cold. So 
that's the idea for coming up. What I do with the kids is we just talk about it. And then I really have to hold their hand the first couple weeks. Like I'm really on top of it until they know what they're doing. And from then we can just check in. And initially also that first week or two, as they're getting into it, I try to make it really reward centric, even if it's as simple as praising the heck out of every positive step they do. That was make it a habit. Now let's do what I'm loving lately. I think this is my favorite segment because it's just fun. What I'm loving lately is Julia Louis Dreyfus and her podcast, Wiser Than Me. This is not for kids' ears. There are uh, curse words and some big curse words and maybe some other things, that, topics that you don't want covered, but not like salacious, I would say. But definitely there's some language. But I love this podcast because Julia, who you know from Seinfeld and maybe Veep, which I really want to see still. Um, she interviews women who are older and also wiser than her, or maybe just a little bit older. And I love one hearing them in more of an informal setting. Julia is an amazing interviewer, by the way. But these women are just so real. It's not like a, a publicist kind of interview. It's just a real chat about their lives and their past and where they're at now and what they've learned along the way. But the other reason I really love it is because I am aging myself. And as I'm getting closer to 40, I know it's up to me to be more positive about that. And including making sure I am learning from and being having older women in my face basically all the time. And I'm trying to follow more older women online. I'm trying to learn from them more and, and see what I'm aspiring to. And I'm actually thinking of doing a whole episode on that. So that may be coming up. I really recommend that. That whole podcast is fantastic. I think I have two episodes left in the whole series. Another thing I'm loving is only murders in the building. That's another content warning thing. Definitely not for anyone, for everyone who's listening and that's okay. But don't judge me because I really love this show. I love uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Selena Gomez is really good in it. But I like how witty it is, even more than them always solving a a murder during the season. I love the banter and the dialogue always cracks me up. So I have been so happy that show has been back on. And a book I want to share with you. I don't know if I've shared this yet, and I should have, but I read, read it earlier this summer in July, I believe. The Covenant of Water. Oh, I can't remember who the author is. And that really is a mistake on my part. But just look up Covenant of Water. It's a very long book. I listened to it and I really loved it. Um, it was. It's about multiple characters all around the same time frame. It goes through several decades and somehow they all connect back together and it takes place in India. And there's lots of twists and turns. But what I love it the most, it's not about, it's not about the twists and turns. It's about life. It's about how life is hard for all of us. And nobody gets, un, you know, leaves unscathed, but also just the beauty of life and the beauty of the hard. I thought it was so brilliant. It's honestly one of my top favorite books. So Covenant of Water, highly recommend it. That's what I'm loving lately. Next up, On My Mind. Some things I've had on my mind. Uh, let's just say the most recent is after giving 10% to everything the past month and it been really stretching and challenging. I'm at that place I tend to always be just with my work here in the podcast where I'm like, should I keep doing this? I don't know. Is this really worth it? Maybe I should get 
a quote unquote real job. And then I just keep thinking, well, I don't want and nor can I do that right now. Like going back to work would actually be a lot more time than this. So I, I just keep coming back to, I still want to be here and I wish it were easier. <laughs> That's me just being honest. And in talking about this with my business coach today, actually, Sarah Grace Allred, she's amazing. We both realized that a big part of the problem is just that fact that I think it probably should be easier by now, right? Different parts of this. Like I, not that I need to be an overnight success, but I should be like a pretty big success, right? <laughs> by now. And you get all these ads. If you do business online, you're going to get ads of, and, and reels and videos of people being like, I did this thing and I went on vacation with my family. And while I was there, my course sold every day and it gave me $10,000 and I did nothing. It was no work and it was easy. And let me tell you, that's not reality. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because it made me realize this is why I want the membership group so much. Not because of the business side, although I do believe that's the right piece, um, the, the right direction for the business to be heading, but more for you. For you who are listening and like, you listen to maybe other personal development shows, or maybe you watch people online, or you learn from people, and you just, it just seems like they decide something and they they do it. Or they want to reach a goal and they get there. And it looks so easy. And you keep wondering, well, why can I create a routine with my family like that? Or I've always wanted to write, but I can never seem to find the time. Or I'm really wanting to to run this marathon. And it's so hard. Why is it so hard for me? If you keep thinking, why isn't this easier? Then you're in the right place because it isn't easy, but that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. I've had no greater way to challenge what I teach her on the show than creating the show and the business that surrounds it. So I just want you to know I'm in the thick of it too. And you're not, you are not alone and it, it is not easy but it doesn't mean one, it's not worth it. And two, that you're alone because you're not. And that's what I hope you can gain from this podcast. Even if it's just listening to my voice and my experience, if it's, if it's not easy, it doesn't mean you're not doing it right. So keep with it. That's it for this messy middle. Before I leave, I would like to share a review of the month. This is something I just began doing recently. And if this is you, I want you to email me at hello at aboutprogress.com and I will send you a little thank you gift. This comes from MJF 10th Child. And I would love to hear if you are the 10th child or if you've had 10 children. MJF 10th child says, quote, just finished listening to episode 523 about taking back your weekends. I loved the emphasis that was put on having weekend wins. Great work, unquote. I love this review one because it's so specific. It's so helpful to know what you liked about an episode or what episode you liked, period. But also I loved that it was just your thoughts right off the top of your head, not overly thought, not super wordy and not very long. Reviews can be that simple and have that big of an, of an effect and an impact on this show. So if you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, especially, that would be great. And hopefully I can pull from your review to share next month. My friends, thank you so much for listening to this messy middle. And I hope it gives you the courage to move through your own messy middle today. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.